We'll go ahead and get started with our Verizon IndyCar Series media availability. Joined now by two special guests from Ray Hall, Letterman Lanigan Racing, co-owner Bobby Ray Hall and Graham Ray Hall, who's driving the number 15 Fleet Cost and Care Honda this weekend here at Texas Motor Speedway. Bobby, we've, uh, we've seen the press release hit our inboxes, but I'll let you do the honors on announcing some good news today. Well, thank you, Kate, and uh, it is good news. Um, uh, this past week, or two weeks ago, I guess now, we, um, we came to uh, uh, final terms uh, with Graham for an extension, five-year extension on his contract uh, with RLL as uh, one of our drivers, and, um, and so we're very pleased uh, that, uh, I know our sponsors are pleased, who are committed out several years in advance, so, um, you know, they're very pleased with uh, the job that Graham does on and off the racetrack for them, and, and as a team owner, and I, I know you're all going to say I'm biased, but, uh, but um, I admire and respect uh, Graham's work ethic on and off the track uh, for our team, for our sponsors, and uh, we're really pleased that, um, that we could, uh, that we now go forward uh, for the next five years uh, as a team together because I think uh, the best five years of Graham's career are ahead of him and uh, consequently the best five years of RLL's uh, career in effect is, is going to ride along with him. So real pleased about that and, um, and uh, so I'll, I'll leave it at that and I'm sure there'll be questions but I'll leave it at that. Thanks Kate. Graham I know this might not be much of a shock or a surprise to most people in the room but to have a team that's willing to make a commitment to you regardless of what team it is has to be a huge relief for you knowing that you have a long-term future in the sport. Well yeah I mean it's it's been a lot of fun for me uh, to be here I think We've come a long way over the last handful of years. You guys see that. We see that. Um, from where we started in 2013, you know, to to the success that the team's had over the last few years, I think we've, uh, together, we've come a long way. And, you know, certainly as a driver, you're you're always, um, you know, when you when you get into a contract year like I've been in, um, you know, you, you're always kind of testing the waters and all that sort of stuff. That's natural. But as you really look at it and you take a step back and, uh, you know, RLL is, has done a tremendous job and has proven themselves, ourselves, to be uh, one of the premier teams in the series consistently. And, um, you know, probably the most consistent team over the last few years other than maybe, uh, maybe Penske. So, you know, I think from that perspective, it was great. And, you know, a lot of this is, is clearly thanks to our sponsors. Um, you know, as Dad said, a lot of our partners, most of them are, are long-term uh, contract, so I was kind of the outlier in the whole deal, and so to uh, to be able to put it all together um, and know that we're going to be together for many years to come, you know, I'd like to think that the next five years and maybe a little after that is kind of the prime of, of, of my career. So we're kind of entering that stage. We have the the consistency. You know, I know where I'm going to be, and uh, you know that's uh, that's obviously extremely important. Um, you know, for for myself, so. You know, I'm excited about it. We've got a tremendous team here. We've got um, amazing individuals that are behind the scenes that make this all happen. Um, obviously, the mechanics, I got to really, obviously, the engineers get a lot of the credit, but the mechanics really put the heart into it and have done uh, a really, really good job for us. Um, 
you know, I saw a stat the other day up until I, I, I decided to hit a fence in uh, Detroit. We were the, the only car, I think, that had finished 18 consecutive races and had, had no mechanicals. I think that speaks volumes, you know, for, for our team. Um, and I'm just excited to, uh, to continue on here and continue to build. I mean, we've got great partnerships. Obviously, United Rentals is, has been huge and instrumental, instrumental for us and will continue to be you know, on into the future and, uh, and, and total and many others. I mean, the list goes on, obviously fleet cost and care this weekend. This is a tremendous deal that started a couple years ago in a very small way and has continued to increase, increase, increase to, to, uh, you know, a, a, a great new uh, level this season. So we're excited about that, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, the next five years should be awesome. And looking to the task at hand this weekend, I know probably not quite where you want to be on the speed charts after this morning's practice, yeah. but but you are the winner of the closest race finish here at Texas Motor Speedway. What are your thoughts about this afternoon's session and tomorrow night's race? Well, it's going to be interesting to see what this evening's session kind of gives us. Um, uh, you know, qualifying is going to be important, but I, I think that having a good race car is, is, uh, is even more so. We've seen that before. We saw that last year, you know. I mean, there were quick cars and a lot of them ended up not making it to the finish so uh you know we've got to be smart here uh, this car this track you know after the repave it challenges us all in a, in a very different way than it ever did before and uh so we'll just have to see how it all plays out but you know i think our speed this morning is it wasn't great clearly um and you know we're gonna have to work and 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 put our heads down, figure out where to uh, where to find a little bit more. We can see it in the data with Takuma a little bit. Um, you know, our setups kind of differ a little bit, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes here in qualifying. I mean, I guess we're seventh from the end to go due to points. And, uh, you know, we'll go see what happens. Absolutely. We will open up for questions, and we do have some wireless mics in the back, starting with Bruce. Bobby, how tough a negotiator is your son? Luckily, we don't negotiate well, yeah, against each other. <laughs> I, I give that to Mike. I'll let Mike negotiate. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's interesting, and I'm, I'm sure Michael Andretti could tell you, having your uh, son, there's a lot of pluses and maybe a few minuses when you have your, your family. Uh, it's a family business in a lot of respects, and uh, uh, the pluses are you got a guy that can go out and stand on the gas, and he's proven that time and time again. Um, probably two of the craziest oval races in the last, I don't know how many years, five years, Fontana in 15 and here in 16, and we ended up at the front. I give uh, Graham all the credit in the world. I mean, I'm glad I retired when I did because I could, I, I don't think there's any way I could have, well, maybe I could have, but anyway. Um, but <laughs> but uh, in the end, I don't care who it is in that car. They've got to be up front, be be capable of running up front. And I think Graham's proven that. And um, I think for our sponsors, it's a plus having he and I together. So uh, whatever small negatives there may be, um, they, uh, they they quickly go away. Um, you know, uh, it's a lot of responsibility for me as a team owner. When, you're, uh, when your son, your blood is in that car, right? Um, because you want them to achieve their goals, and now you're kind of res help, pretty responsible for that. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of other efforts, people that go into it, but um, it's to me, it's worth that. Uh, the pressures of that, and, and and to see us do well is very, very satisfying, no question about it. So, um, 
you know, I look forward to five years. We, we know we've got one of the best drivers in the series in our car. And that's, that's comforting to our sponsors. You know, they wanna, they've, they've developed relationships with him uh, maybe more so than they have with the team uh, as, because of he, he being their spokesperson. And so uh, I think this will uh, make our sponsors happy and any new sponsor that we're talking to, and there are many of them, um, it's a plus having that uh, continuity and that consistency in our lineup. And Graham, Indy cars don't have keys, but is this like your dad giving you the keys to his hot rod? <laughs> well, I've had them the last five years, so you know it's it's. Look, I mean, uh, as I said, you know, we we it, it's been uh, it's been you know, as a driver, you've got to put aside you know the, the the family aspect from time to time. And as you asked, I mean, luckily. You know, dad, dad, and myself have never really done any of the, the negotiating. It's always between my management team and and Mike. And um, you know, that kind of uh, th that at least takes the two of us and and the kind of the heart out of it and puts it more on a business hands. But you know, as a driver, clearly, you know, when your contract's up, you're always looking around and trying to to see what's out there. Just because you should. I mean, that's your job too, is to go, you know, try to put uh, the best piece of the puzzle together. And we talked to others, but really what became clear to me is that, you know, over the last handful of years, you know, this team's done, done a hell of a good job, and we've done that together. And, um, you know, no matter where else you look or no matter where else you go, I can guarantee you, you know, you won't, uh, you won't get the effort, um, you know, and, and, and the energy put into it like we do at, at this team. And so uh, I've, uh, you know, for me it was, uh, as you can imagine, five years is a long time. Yes, it's nice, but it's a long time for a driver too, you know, and uh, a lot can change in five years uh, for, for good and bad, obviously. But uh, this, is, uh, this is, as Dad said, it's key for, for us. I've developed a really close relationship with many, many of our partners. And, um, you know, we have to, uh, in, the, in the business that it is, you, you've got to work together. Uh, you've got to, to be hand in hand and and find a way to continue to evolve, continue to grow the sponsor base of the team and of the sport. And I think our team, you know, with the group that we have, has done a better job at that than anybody else out here. And so we, we want to keep that train going and, and try to uh, continue, uh, you know, to, to march forward and ultimately win a championship. I mean, there's no doubt this team can win a championship. Um, we, we've got to put the piece of the puzzle together, but there's no doubt that we can. Patrick? Uh, Graham, I've got a couple of them for you. Uh, your wife also drives for a, a family, a family team. Does that dynamic come into this at all when you're trying to work this out? <laughs> we work very differently than they do, I think. Um, so, yeah, it comes into it, I guess, a little bit. Um, you know, it's uh, obviously this is good. Th this is good for me, and it's 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 good for Courtney. And uh, you know, just to give uh, just to give our our family some you know stability for sure. You know, and you got to believe in this sport, whether it's her, whether it's myself. You know, this is uh, it's an industry that can go upside down in a second. You know, and so you you to 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 have that comfort is a is a great thing. Um, and and obviously that plays a big role in in you know in, in our decision, our commitment length, and all that sort of stuff as well. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, for sure, Dad and I work very differently than, than they do. Both are different ways to skin the cat. Both work. Um, you know, but I would say our, our relationship is is uh, really, in many ways, our relationship is much more just father-son. 
And like I said, when it gets to business, and every once in a while business comes up, there's no doubt. But when it gets to business, typically it's handled between Mike uh, and and John. You know, I don't John Caponegro. I mean, I I don't really. Hell, I didn't even read the contract last week. I just that's good. You know, well, John John said it's good, so I signed it. So we'll see. Maybe there's a couple surprises well, that, in there. That fine print, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I might I might add that, um, you know. Um, I look at this also as a, a, a real um, commitment on the part of Mike, David, and myself, Mike Lanigan, David Letterman, and myself, to IndyCar. Obviously, you know, I'm 65 years old. Obviously, I'm going to be here when I'm 70 and probably after when I'm 75 and probably 80. You know, who knows, right? Uh, I look at this as a real uh, expression of commitment on our part towards IndyCar, to all the great things that are happening. Uh, under Mike, my, under Mark Miles and um, and Jay Fry and their their teams and uh, you know I'm not sure I would have been willing to make this kind of commitment 10 or 15 years ago, but um, I see the way the series is going today, and uh, you know I think and I can speak for Mike and Dave. I think we want to be a part of it for many years to come. So uh, I'm hopeful that this is a sign to others that um, that this is the place to be. Graham, let me. That's what's going to be my next question, anyway. So you just explored the driver market. I'm sure John, your agent, went and figured out what everybody's making and what they expect to be making in the future. Uh, what's IndyCar look like from a driver contract <laughs> standpoint these days? Well, I think that's com that's all over the board. I mean, truly, that that can com completely depend on sponsor sponsors. I mean, your, your sponsor commitment, sponsor base, all that stuff is huge. So I mean, obviously, there's guys out there that are making great money, and there's there's some that are making very little. But but that's the name of the game. I mean, it certainly hasn't declined. Um, if anything, you know, I'd say over the last handful of years, a lot of guys here are making more money than they than they were before. So in that sense, it's it's in a in a positive direction. But you know, we obviously keep everything private. You know, between between us and all of our negotiations. But yeah, I mean, there's good teams out there that are well funded. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Um, you know, it's uh, – but a lot of those seats are, are clearly taken, and I don't see them changing anytime soon. I mean, you know, the guys that are that are making the good money are guys that obviously do a good job on the track, but guys that do a great job off the track. And uh, so, you know, this now takes – it's not, you know, it's not just driving, as you guys know. I mean, there's a lot of elements to making this whole thing go around, and uh, there's a lot of good guys out there that that are that are great at doing that. Jerry, did you have a question? Okay. Yes, sir. Did you have a question? Yes. KaleWhistlerKickingTheTires.net. Coming from the NASCAR world, we see a bunch of guys coming from dirt into the NASCAR ranks, but we don't really see any indie dirt guys coming into IndyCar. What is the reasoning behind that from your guys' perspective? Well, I think, you know, that was certainly the way it was in the 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, 70s maybe. Um, but, um, you know, with the influx of road racing circuits, street circuits, paved uh, uh, circuits. Of course, you have a few ovals these days, but I mean, let's face it, there aren't many ovals anymore. It's mainly road racing, and and um, you don't. I don't know if I've seen much interest, frankly, from um, dirt track guys to get into that. I mean, 
there's nothing that keeps them from doing that, for sure. Uh, if you look at Mario Andretti, Al Unser Sr., Bobby Unser, these guys were very capable of winning on a dirt track one day and on a ro paved road course the next. So it's not like it's impossible. But it just seems to me that, um, uh, I don't know, probably starting in the early, late 90s, probably early 2000s is when all of a sudden guys driving midgets started to go to, to, to uh, NASCAR. And um, it just seems like that's kind of the direction uh, in that kind of racing now. Um, but there's nothing to keep, you know, I think it's a matter of desire. You know, yeah. if, a, if a young guy running sprint cars or midgets or whatever, or stock cars on dirt or whatever, really was that interested, I think that, you know, if, if you're good, you're going to be good enough. I mean, let's face it. If you have talent, you have talent. And the talent will take you wherever you want to go. And as I said, there's clearly examples of that. Some of the greatest drivers in the history of this sport, AJ, Mario, Bobby, Al, I'm sure I'm missing a few uh, showed that it was possible, I, but there was a desire there, and I'm, I don't know if there's much of a desire, frankly. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say the same. Um, you know, I do see in the grassroots, obviously, we, we spend a lot of time. I've got some great buddies who are uh, sprint car guys out of, out of Indy, and uh, I definitely can see that they're, they're starting to pay more attention to IndyCar racing again. It seems like a lot of them, when you're around them, now, all they want to do, their dreams, run the 500. Now, they're living in Indy, so that affects that. But I do think that, you know, clearly motorsports is in an interesting cycle right now. And IndyCar ri racing is on the rise, uh, you know, comparatively. And so I do think there's more people that are going to be looking in this direction. And I think there's going to be more opportunity that's going to be coming in this sport. There's a lot of guys who in the next handful of years might move on to another phase of life, and there's going to be some opportunity there for, for young guys to get in. Um, that hasn't necessarily been the case over the last however long, but I could definitely see it, you know, going in, in, in that direction. So, you know, it's, uh, we, we need to continue to connect with our grassroots. Obviously, um, you know, uh, Danielle Fry, Jay's wife's been doing a great job, like with USAC stuff, and so we've had some of the little quarter midgets and stuff run around with us at a couple places, which has been awesome. Go over and see them. They love it. And, uh, you know, so uh, there's, I don't know, maybe the evolution, maybe it's coming back in our direction. I don't know. But uh, it's uh, a lot of us have a great amount of respect for, for dirt track racing, sprint car racing, the whole deal. Um, you know, but as Dad said, it's uh, what, what, what really has a huge effect on the championship today in this sport is, is uh you know road and street course racing and so it's a, obviously it's a very different thing yeah you know, just to, if i may finish you know every day i get letters from all kinds of drivers from europe from sports car racing or formula you know, open wheel racing here in the united states you'll pay you know secca uh, i i don't recall ever receiving a letter from somebody from sprint cars or midgets you know and i think that I think they're definitely that's their direction, you know, to NASCAR. That seems to be the that seems to be the latter, and uh, and I think that's unfortunate because I do think that what made racing so great in the '50s, '60s, '70s when you had guys like Mario and AJ and Unser's and what have you. One minute they're on dirt, next day they're on a road course, next day they're on a paved oval, next day they're you know at Pikes Peak. I mean, they're kind of all over the place, and uh, and I think that's a shame that those uh, that. You know, maybe I'm showing my age, you know, my nostalgia for that era. But uh, I think that's a shame that we don't see that, you know. And we had some guys um, uh, 
try, you know, Indy and did a reasonably good job for a one-off deal. So, you know, it's just, it's there if you want it, but so far nobody seems to want it. And we'll take our last question from Mark. Back here, guys. You both have talked about how important it is what you do outside the car, working with partners and sponsors. <coughs> and Graham, you're clearly one of the best at doing that. How much do you think of how, you, how well you do it is what you may be absorbed or learned from watching your dad with the premier sponsors he worked with over the years as a, as a driver and a team owner? Well, I, <laughs> I was definitely very fortunate. You know, uh, when, when, I, when I was a kid, you know, my, a lot of you guys know this, but my nickname was, was The Shadow. I followed him around everywhere I went and, you know, hung out at sponsor dinners when I had not a reason in the world to be there, but I was there and uh, spent a lot of time kind of figuring it out. Now, I will also say, though, that what changed me was in 2010, you know, when I lost my ride at, at Newman Haas, it put me in a tough position, and there was one of two ways to go. Either you you sit there and sulk like a, like a lot of young racers do, um, which, as Dad just kind of mentioned, one of the problems, well, we could, this could go on and on, but one of the problems out there purely is work ethic, and just, you know, a lot of guys think the talent's going to get them there alone. So in 2010, it was like, well, you know, I know I can race with a lot of these guys, but, you know, now I'm out of a ride. So you have to go find the sponsorship. And I spent that whole year, you know, trying to figure it out. And we finally put a deal together to race, uh, you know, with, with, with Chip the year after. But I've been very fortunate to learn from, from you know, my dad. Um, and obviously, you know, even I've, uh, you know, just being exposed to, to – to my father-in-law, I mean, he he does it in a in a clearly very different way, but it still is is extremely powerful. So when you see it in all the you know, uh, and and I think Courtney's lucky too because she can see it in two very different ways with with him and with with her dad. But you know, when you're able to learn from that, it helps mold you, you know, into uh, perhaps somebody that can that can, uh, you know, can do it as well as anybody. And so, but it's a huge part of what we do today. So. You know, you, you kind of have you have to accept it, and uh, you know, and, and and make the most of it. But you know, I've I've definitely been fortunate in that way. There's clearly a leg up, you know, that I've had over. And actually, I'll say this too: when I first came up, if you guys remember Formula BMW, that was my and Wickens was there, Hinch was there, a lot of guys are there. But it in in that deal, you know, you had to take classes. They put you through media training. They did all this stuff. So. As you know, at 15, 16 years old, we were going through that as well with them. So they were pretty instrumental in it as well. Bobby Graham, thank you very much. Good thank luck this afternoon. Thanks, Kate.